Welcome to the Andy Griffin Show. Wake up! With your chance to sound off, give your opinion, and tell us your thoughts. It's on. It's now. It's here. It's the Andy Griffin Show on News Radio 890. 92.5. KDXU, Southern Utah's News Talk Leader. Welcome to the program, 909 on KDXU. I'm Andy Griffin here every day at 9 o'clock. We try to bring on cool guests and talk about everything St. George. And uh, I have a couple of really cool guests on today as uh, joined by uh, Colby and Olivia Jenkins. Now, they're not husband and wife. It's father-daughter, actually. I usually I have a lot of couples on, you guys, but I don't usually have father-daughter on. So this is kind of a cool event. And thanks for coming in today. You bet. Thank you. Thank you. You doing all right, Olivia? Yeah, I'm doing good. You're not nervous, are you? Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Okay. I'll bet your dad's not nervous. He's, he's been in a lot uh, hairier situations than the one he's in right now. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, well, let's let's talk about who you guys are. Uh, Colby, you are a colonel in the Army, right? The National uh, 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 the Reserves. Reserves, yeah. Reserves, yeah. Yes, uh, but you were active duty for how long? I was active for 11 years and then been in the Reserves and Guard for the last 12 so 23 total. And you were in Afghanistan, yeah? Yes, Afghanistan. What were you doing over there? You were <laughs> you were uh, selling records or yeah. No, probably not. Not not so much. I was over there with my special forces uh, A team and wow. we had a fire base and and just tried to help the Afghans. Wow, incredible. Incredible. I had a good friend of mine was over there with the, the Triple Deuce. Okay. And spent actually did two tours there. Spent a year and a half uh, wow. over there and uh but, uh, yeah, Special Force, I can't even imagine. I don't even know if I'm even allowed to ask about some of the stuff you did. Am I? I don't. Uh, it depends. I'll have to check your clearance first. But, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about that during the course of the program. Uh, we also want to talk about West Point Academy uh, because Olivia is going to be the first uh, girl, first female from St. George ever to go to West Point. How cool is that, Olivia? It's pretty cool. I'm super excited. How did this all come about? Now, your dad went to West Point, right? Yeah. So when did you decide, okay, I kind of want to do that? Has it been a lifelong thing? It's honestly been in the back of my mind probably for as long as I can remember. But really? when I was coming into my senior year at Snow Canyon and just starting to think, like, where would I want to go for college and where do I feel like I could become my best self, West Point hmm. just really stood out because of the focus in academics and leadership. Does that that I guess involves joining the army, right? I mean, that's yes, that's sir. part of it. So you'll be an, an enlistee uh, with the idea of being an officer. I guess that's why you're going to college. Yeah, I'll right? graduate as an officer in the army. Are you nervous about? I guess yeah, boot camp, right? Yeah, uh, over the summer I'll have a six week boot camp called Beast. Beast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that already sounds terrible. <laughs> Very inviting name. <laughs> are, are you athletic? Have you? Is this going to be no problem for you? Are you you're a runner and stuff? Or? Um, yeah, I've been a swimmer for most of my life. In okay. high school, did varsity swim, and then this year I've picked up some running, so that's been fun. <laughs> nice. So you're not that nervous about the beast? I'm pretty nervous. No, pretty nervous. <laughs> Have they given you an idea of what that entails, what you'll be doing? Yeah, so um, you'll come in as kind of like the bottom of the food chain but they'll yeah. build you up and teach you leadership skills and how to march how to lead and follow orders and hmm. it'll include lots of physical activity for sure <laughs> what has your dad told you about that kind of life i mean you've been able to observe some of it but what has he told you about living the army life um 
It definitely takes a lot of selflessness, mm-hmm. and there's a big focus on serving and being a part of something bigger than yourself, but I've seen how much it's projected my dad into a successful career, and um, yeah, I'm just super excited to become a part of it and see what I can offer our nation. Proud Papa over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that buttons are bursting. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So you you said you came to your senior year. You're thinking about college. Did the usual, you know, Dixie, uh, U of U, BYU, do all the usual suspects come up as you were trying to make this decision? Um, more or less. I applied to some other schools on the East Coast as well, mm-hmm. and Dixie for sure. My dad used to work at Dixie, so that's always definitely a good option. Yeah. And when you say used to, like last week, right? Uh, yeah, like last week, like <laughs> three days ago, four days ago. We'll talk yeah. about his new job in a, in a minute, too, but the, let's stay with Olivia for a couple more minutes. Um, you know, we have a, a female mayor. In fact, for the first time ever, I think there are five women mayors in Washington County, wow. which is, is phenomenal. Uh, and I talked, I've talked with several of them, including Donia Jessup, who's out there in Hilldale, and she has her own special, unique set of circumstances, and Michelle. And, and it's funny because every one of them is like, I don't want the focus to be on that I'm a female mayor. I don't want it to be on that I'm a female at all. I want the focus to be on the fact that I can do this job. doesn't matter what gender I am or race or, or how tall I am or whatever. Uh, have, you, have you thought about that, or, or is it still kind of a badge of courage to be the first girl? It definitely is super inspiring that, and, like, exciting. But, yeah, it's more than just about me. It's about showing other young girls that they can do it, too. Very cool. Very inspiring. Do you... Uh, have you considered what your future is going to be like as far as what you want to go into? I guess there are several different ways you can go once you get there. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of branch options that you can go into once you graduate, like Mm -hmm. um, aviation, military intelligence, cyber, or even like medical, law. So there's a lot of options, and uh, I'm not quite sure where I'd want to go. But You're young. You don't have to decide yet. I'm still trying to figure out, too, myself. (laughs) And what about Green Beret like your dad? That could be pretty awesome. There are women Green Berets now. Yeah, that would be that would be really cool. Yeah. Would you, Dad? Would you be okay with that? Because they tend to put themselves in harm's way. You know, I, I kind of similar to my my whole thinking of going special forces. If I'm going to be in, I might as well try and be with the best who have the best equipment and training. So true. So sure. Very true. Uh, before we forget, we want to mention Colby is married. The, the mom here involved yes. is Heather. Yes. Uh, I assume Heather is listening. We know Samantha is not listening right now, probably. She's probably. on a mission in Spokane. So yeah. older yeah. sister, right? How old is she? About 20, 21? She right is now? about 20, yeah. Just almost at the halfway mark in her mission. Very yeah. cool. I have actually two daughters. I have three older sons, but I have two daughters the exact same ages as your daughters. Oh, wow. My one daughter is 20, about to go on a mission. My other daughter is a senior. She's kind of a senior. She actually graduated early, and she's been taking college courses. Oh, wow. So, uh, Good for her. So, yeah, yeah, she's trying to get ahead in life, but it's, it's one of those weird deals. It's like, well, same age, different focus, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so, well, Olivia, this is incredible what, what you've been able to do with your young life. Uh, the, uh, and I would say to you, and your dad probably has said this, the future's wide open. It's whatever you want to make of it. Thank you. Yeah, going to West Point, I think, is going to get you headed in the right direction. I remember when I was in high school, we had a kid. He was actually the drummer in our jazz band. His name was Dan Kemp, and he was, he was uh, headed off to the Air Force Academy. And most of us his age were like, why are you going there? What's the point? What are you doing? You know, we didn't understand. Well, he spent the last 40 years uh, flying these big, giant 
cargo planes for the army and he's been all over the world in fact he has a blog online he's taken he takes cockpit pictures of everywhere that he's landed during the course of his career it's very very cool yeah i'm like man now i think i know why he went to the air force academy (laughs) seeing the world literally yeah yeah Yeah, seriously okay let's talk with colby for a minute um check the time okay we're doing good for time uh colby uh you just started a new job let's start there you worked for dixie state what was your job at dixie state up until last week I've, I've, for about the last two years, been the director of the Atwood Innovation Plaza. Oh, wow. On campus. Big deal over there. What, what were your duties entailed uh, in doing that job? You know, ultimately, it was to help local entrepreneurs uh, find support through uh, gaining intellectual property protection, uh, working in our tremendous makerspace, uh, business resource center uh, uh, support, and just, just putting our arms around entrepreneurs and helping their ideas to grow. And and from what I've heard, and I don't have personal knowledge, from what I've heard, we have some pretty ingenious young, not even young, but ingenious people working over there. We do, yeah. There are, on our logo wall that we have there, we have over 40 logos that represent the companies that have wow. either started there or gained support in some way. Is this an area that is, we're just tip of the iceberg type area? Yeah, yeah, it really is. Uh, the, the plaza would be considered like the gateway to hmm. the, the the uh, ecosystem here in, in southern Utah, if you will, and, and then grow from there out to the soon the new Desert Colors campus for Dixie State, uh, soon to be Utah Tech, and then and then ultimately up to, to Tech Ridge. You know, there's a tremendous pipeline of yeah. of uh, entrepreneurial effort here. So, uh, a lot of talk has been: Can we get the young people, like your daughter's age, involved in this kind of thing? Are the young people embracing technology and and moving the uh, climate here in St. George forward? They are, for sure. Yeah, and in fact, there are several student-led or young young people-led companies that have come through the plaza that are that are making great progress right now. Very cool. Now, uh, obviously, a great job. I'm sure you enjoyed your time there and, and were able to make some strides. And yet, you just took a new job. Why did you leave the Atwood Innovation Plaza for this new job? And tell us about what it, what it is. Yeah, it was. it's definitely bittersweet uh, tears to, to leave a uh, Tremendous yeah. teammates and friends, forever friends, uh, mm-hmm. there for sure. Uh, um, uh, f- fortunately, being there, I'm exposed to all kinds of ideas and, and companies. And one in particular was called is called School Pulse and School they, Pulse. School okay. Pulse. Yeah, like the like your the, your, okay, your, your pulse. pulse. Take your pulse on yeah, your wrist. Take your yeah. pulse. <laughs> and they they uh, gained some momentum at the plaza and then left the plaza as they were growing. And I just just watched them as they continued to progress. And one of their co-founders, uh, a local here, Trent Staley. Uh, tremendous entrepreneur and successful businessman in his own right um he he shared an article with me about a month and a half ago that highlighted one of their launches in wisconsin with the school in wisconsin and and i responded saying wow you guys are are killing it what what's next and his response was well it depends if you want to be our ceo or not and (laughs) wow wasn't looking wasn't you know i was certainly content and happy where i was but i figured i should at least have that conversation and I, I admire Trent and, and trust him, and so the conversation developed. And as I learned more about what School Pulse is and what it's doing, I, I couldn't help but but want to be a part of it. And so yeah, started yesterday full time. 
Wow. And they let you off uh, for a little while today That's to come right. talk on the radio. <laughs> Day two, here I am off. Oh, yeah. Well, it's free advertising anyway. That's true, yeah. So. Schoolpulse.org. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right, we'll get back to School Pulse in a minute, but I want you to maybe uh, brag a little bit about your daughter and what you've seen her uh, as she's developed here the last couple of years and ended up, I see you guys all have your West Point gear on, so that's cool. <laughs> well, first, thank you for the opportunity. I mean, we're, we're very grateful to, uh, to be able to talk about West Point and, and the academies in general. But uh, Olivia, when I think of her, it starts from with her birth. Uh, she was born just a few weeks before I deployed to Afghanistan. Oh, wow. And we named her Olivia Hope uh, Jenkins with the hope that I would come back alive and, and be yeah. able to, to be with her and and she's truly carried that 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 her name hope uh throughout her life she's she's a, been a great hope and inspiration to 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 her family to me um to to heather and 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 to her friends um as you know as i watch her compete on the swim team uh now that swim is over essentially i i will miss seeing her up on those blocks and just man when she locks in and is cheering her teammates on it it's it's truly inspiring the hope that she brings to teammates and to those around her and and so now we're having the opportunity to take that to the national level and serve our nation and and uh have so many opportunities it's it's incredible let's talk about swimming for a second what events did you did you race in olivia i could kind of um Dibble dabble in anything. Oh, you were the, you were the jack of all trades, huh? <laughs> Maybe. And you do the butterfly. Uh, yeah, I did that's a, a tough bit one. Of yeah, that. I kind of did like the individual. The, the breaststroke is that that's a really hard one, right? The breaststroke. Yeah, they're yeah. all hard. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's cool. Did you did you were you able to win any medals? Yeah. Yeah. Um, at our state meet this past fall or winter season mm -hmm. um my team actually won second place overall at state nice and that was pretty pretty awesome congratulations <laughs> highest finish ever for snow canyon for girls yeah, that's cool that uh awesome. who, who won state was it um i believe it was skyview so i can't skyview remember yeah <laughs> all that matters is the highest finish ever for snow canyon oh, right? that's right <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah. tremendous team yeah very cool um were you a swim dad did you go to all the uh, the meets and everything i did totally was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> was, a lot of saturday mornings uh trying to f be an official or volunteer to help one good thing about swimming, as opposed to uh, some uh, girl sports, is that you don't have to rely on judges. It's all about the clock and stuff. I mean, there's certain, you know, did they leave early and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. But mostly it was about the clocks and stuff, which is good. Sure. Uh, my friend, his uh, daughter competes in drill team, and it's all about the judges with drill team. Ooh. Yeah, Subjective <laughs> limit. Yeah, yeah, they don't. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't dig that too much. <laughs> but uh, well, cool. Uh, great, great job. So Canyon, second place Thank in state. You. That's that's really cool. Uh, okay, talk a, a little bit about, uh, again, your daughter and West Point now. Uh, she's got the West Point sweatshirt on. you got the West Point polo. You guys are looking sharp over there. <laughs> yeah. Nobody brought me one, though. Oh, I would, shoot. I would wear one, but no, it's okay. Get one uh, to you soon. Uh, Definitely. West Point for you, I assume, was a good experience, even though it was maybe a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard to believe. Uh, Thirty years ago is when I had my beast experience. Uh -huh. I went for I, I'm from Roosevelt, Utah, here in in, in Utah, and mm -hmm. out of Union High School, and went right from high school to, to West Point. Went for two years, left and served a Mormon mission for two, and then came back for two. And yeah, so, it's, so they let you leave while in the midst of your basic and your college and everything. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's not so much they. I had to resign. I had to resign oh, you my, did? my commission there or, or my appointment. But then 
being from Utah is helpful because Senator Hatch at the time, he, oh, knew, nice. he knew what a mission was. And so you have to get that congressional nomination to get back in. Um, uh, but yeah, I was able to get back in and, and continue on. Where did you go on your mission, by the way? Uh, Brazil, Brazilian. Yeah. Also, oh, you speak Portuguese, yes, sort sir. of. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It's been mixed up with Spanish as I've with my special forces experience. Oh, been in nice. Colombia and Paraguay. I have a friend who is from Brazil, and he speaks Portuguese, Spanish, Italian, English, and it seemed like there was one more. And no I said, how, "How do you keep all those straight?" <laughs> yeah. And he said, "Well, it's a matter of immersion." He says, "When I'm in Brazil, I speak Brazil, uh, Portuguese really well." He said, "If I'm in America and I'm supposed to speak Portuguese, I'm not very good at it." Uh, even though that's the language that he grew up with. So, wow. yeah, I can't imagine getting all those straight, though, in your head. That's true. Oh yeah. That's because they're close, too. Spanish, Italian, and, and Portuguese are all Latin-based, pretty close. And, uh, yeah, that would be that would be tough. The, so, when I was in Colombia, the Colombians would joke that I spoke Portuñol. <laughs> Not really one of the other, but yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so you uh, so give us the timeline, then, on, on your career. So you went to West Point. You said it was 30 years ago, so we're talking about in the— Early 90s? Yeah, graduated in 99. Okay. And then went on uh, into the infantry, then the rangers, and then special forces. How, how did that all work? Did they say, hey, this guy's excelling, let's move him to the next thing? Or I, I'm curious how they, they chose you, how you got picked out of all that. It's a little bit self-selective. You have to try out. You have to oh, go to okay. ranger school, complete ranger school. Um, to be a Green Beret, you have to go to, it's called actually called selection. Uh, so complete the selection process if you're selected. Uh, then you go to a year's year worth of training for the qualification course, and then when you come out of that, you 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 get your green beret and go from there. Unbelievable! Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, the, the so you had to have it. Isn't it one of those deals? You kind of have to be the best at each level in order to get to the next level. Uh, I think you have to, a lot of uh, luck, good fortune, yeah, uh, overcoming injuries, having tremendous friends. Um, and yeah, just that attitude of oh, I'll quit tomorrow, <laughs> not not today. I'll just <laughs> not today. I'm going to keep going. Yeah, one more one more day, and, and then I'll think about it. But and just building off of that. But yeah, as Olivia, as we've seen with her, she's had so many good teammates, and uh, her her principal here, especially, and others who've who've rallied to help her get to this point. It's the same for my career. I've had great friends and mentors who've who've helped me at every step. Incredible. Now, you were active duty for how long again? Uh, 11 years. 11 years? And 12 now in the reserve, so 20, going over 23 now. How did it end up that, that you were in Afghanistan? Were you still active duty as uh, when you went to Afghanistan, and then the reserve stuff came later? Yeah, I okay. was active duty, went from Afghanistan, then came home, went to Paraguay, South America, and did some interdiction work there at, on the tri-border, and then then went to Colombia with hostage rescue operations. And, wow. And, and then many, several years in Washington, D.C. after that, still active duty. I was a Green Beret in, in Congress uh, as a liaison there for special operations and and then transitioned to the Reserve Guard after that. A lot of people think, okay, special forces, we're talking about rafts in rough seas. We're talking about jumping out of airplanes. We're talking about all these dangerous things. Is that all reality? Yeah. Yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I have a friend who uh, was a rescue swimmer, was a rescue swimmer for the Special Forces in the Navy, and uh, he never actually had to use his skills as to rescue anybody, oh, but they did drills over and over and over yeah. again. And I guess one time he was rescuing a dummy, and they were practicing, and uh, 
up on the ship, everyone could see that there was actually a shark following him back to the to the ship. No way. He didn't see it because he was in the water. He, you know, yeah. he was swimming as fast as he could and and uh, in the water. But uh, yeah, there was a shark, and I guess like everybody was cheering for him on the boat, like hurry, come on! And he had no idea what was going on, and they managed to pull him out of the water right before wow. uh, the big shark uh, grabbed a hold of him or whatever. So maybe maybe that was a, a training too. They had a fake shark to keep him going. <laughs> maybe so. I know yeah. he had a fake uh, person to rescue. Oh, wow. So, but I think the shark was real. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, in fact, I saw him the other day. That was, it was cool to see my old uh, my old swimmer friend again. Okay. Um, okay so, uh, what's your duties as colonel in the reserves now? What, what What do you have to do? Is it you know two weeks in the summer and and uh, one weekend a month, or is that what that's what kind of what we think of? Yeah, in the guard, it's more of the traditional one weekend every month, two weeks in the summer, and okay. now, now that I'm just actually trans just completed a transfer to the to the reserves and i'm assigned to to hawaii in the special operations command pacific uh, theater so i'll be wow helping with uh, op special ops in the pacific theater does that mean you're leaving or does that mean that you can do it from here i, I i'll go over there for a couple of weeks at a time and then i can help with remote work here as well I have to ask, if you're going to Hawaii, is there going to be any downtime where you can actually sit on a beach or no? I, I don't know. It'll depend on uh, what's happening in the theater, in the Pacific Theater. But, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm sure there will be. You can't go to Hawaii and not partake a little bit. Oh, for sure. Does, he <laughs> yeah. does Heather get to go? We're planning on it okay, in some way. Good. Yes. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. But I don't imagine Olivia. Will, she'll be kind of busy at She'll that be point. busy. Yeah. <laughs> she'll have her turn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very cool. All right, we're going to talk a, a little bit more about Pulse. We're going to talk a little bit more about West Point. Right now, I need to get a weather break in. You guys good to stay around a little longer? Absolutely. Thank awesome. Thank you. It is 930 now on KDXU. Let's take a break. At Compelling guests, hot topics, the latest news, always on the Andy Griffin Show. Is there a juicy part in it for me? Right here on News Radio 890. 92.5 KDXU, Southern Utah's news talk leader. Welcome back to the show. Andy Griffin with you. You're welcome to call in, although today we mostly want to hear from Colby and Olivia as we talk uh, what's happening in their world right now. Some cool stuff. They have the West Point regalia on. You guys look sharp with Thank your you. black and gold. Uh, the, uh, let's see. I want to say West Point Knights. Uh, the right? Black yeah, Knights. The, Knight, yeah. the Black Knights. That's right. I knew it was some kind of knight. I couldn't remember what color, though. The Golden Knights would have been good, too, I guess. That's true. Are, are the, the jumpers are called Golden Knights, yeah. Oh, there you go. All right. So I'm not too far off, I guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, first I wanted to talk about with Olivia about uh, something happening tomorrow night. We mentioned it briefly, but tomorrow night is Academy Night. What does that mean? Uh, that's kind of the actually the original reason you guys were, were put in touch with me to talk about Academy Night happening. Tell, tell us about it. I'd love to. It's a really cool opportunity at Pine View tomorrow night and at 7, mm -hmm. where you'll just be able to meet with representatives from all the academies, like the Naval Academy at Annapolis mm -hmm. and West Point from New York and the Air Force Academy. And so you'll, Colorado Springs. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there'll be grads and field force reps that'll be able to give you information if you're interested and just kind of broaden your network and knowledge and what it means to go to one of those academies. Well, why should I be interested in that? What What would be the you know reason for me to even want to go over there? Give me Give me some ideas of what you think. I, mostly just all the opportunities, honestly. Mm -hmm. When you go to an academy, it's um, more than just the Ivy League 
education pretty much it's mm-hmm. uh lots of leadership training and camaraderie and it pretty much sets you up to serve in our nation and be a part of something bigger than yourself with uh, no college debt and you're that's true right into a job <laughs> as soon as you graduate so it's a pretty sweet setup that that is very true my son is still paying for all his loans but <laughs> yeah. uh yeah uh so it used to be and and i'll address both of you on this it used to be Oh, he, you know, he, he's barely past high school. He's going to enlist in the army and, and just, just so that he doesn't get in jail or something like that. But this is a different kind of, of thing that we're talking about with West Point. This is, you mentioned the education you get at West Point is uh, just about as good as it gets. Pretty much. Uh, so will you maybe, maybe Kobe, if you could address this, the, the difference of what kind of the perception is uh, joining the army or joining the Navy or whatever versus, versus reality. Yeah, joining the army, you can get there through multiple routes. Whether enlisting, mm-hmm. which is which is noble and, and and difficult in itself to to get in, as well, or or go through the commissioned route, which would would be through either the ROTC program at at a at a university or through an academy, and and so uh, noble routes to I, I, either direction that can lead to a career in the army. Hopefully. It is. Um I think it's gotten a bad rap, though, in, in, you know, just growing up, everybody's like, oh, he's a failure. He went and joined the Army. Uh, that's that's not accurate, is it? It is not, no. no? It, to, to, to either route requires uh, testing, both physical and mental testing, mm. uh, and then and then you get placed in a specialty that, that might be conducive to your talents, your your desires. Uh, you know, my 20-plus years in the military, that some some of the smartest people I've met are those that enlisted out of high school and hmm. then, and then cut their teeth in the army and then you know my my mentors the the team sergeants I had on my my A team were were gentlemen just like that and you know they could they could tackle any problem and solve it very cool how how yeah. important is discipline at, in a company you have you know the CEO and the vice president and you have the local managers and stuff and you pretty much are supposed to listen to what they say uh, but that's not really even an option in in the army. You have to listen to what they say. Am I right? Yes and no. Okay. I, you do have chain of command and rank. Um, but I've I've been in situations where I've been around leaders who have multiple stars on their collars, and they can say many things. But when they leave the room, everyone looks to the colonel. <laughs> says, "Okay, now what do we? Who do we? What's the real deal yeah, here? So, you know, that you, it's not really the rank on your collar. It's it's that." Uh, that in inspiration that you invoke and the the trust and fidelity that people feel for you. Um, what, what do you think about Academy Night? This thing happening tomorrow night. Uh, being a, a graduate of West Point. Yeah, it's it's when I was in Olivia's shoes, uh, you know, to be able to have any connection with someone who's who's been there, um, and to gain that that on the spot mentorship is is priceless. Uh, you know, the the students that go tomorrow night will get to meet, as Olivia said. Uh, old grads like me and others um, get a full presentation of what what really what the process is to get into the academy, which is as Olivia can can share, um, you know, getting a congressional nomination. Who who do you even talk to to start yeah. that 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 process? Give, um, give Mike Lee a call. Huh? Yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, <laughs> Olivia can tell you about how he called her to tell her when she got her appointment. That is so cool. They're very supportive. So cool. Yeah. I was, uh, and not to burst, not 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 burst your bubble, not to out, try to outshine you, but I got a, a actually a, a handwritten card from Mike Lee, 
a few weeks ago. I was in the hospital and had oh. to miss. He, he is usually on the show on Thursdays. Yeah. And so Thursday came around and they're texting me, hey, what do you want to talk about today? And, and I was like, uh, I'm in the hospital. I'm not going to talk oh, about no. anything. But he sent me a handwritten note on, on uh, U.S. stationery, you know, Congress stationery. Yeah. And, and, and I thought that was really cool. That's so pretty cool. Mike Lee's a good guy. I like him. He's really great. Yeah. yeah. And, and he, he actually gave you a call? Yes, uh, he called me as well as Congressman Stewart to let me know I'd been... Another good guy, yeah. Yeah, they are great. They let me know I'd gotten my appointment to West Point. Very cool. Uh, did did, uh, did you think you were going to get it? Did it feel like you were... Pretty good chance you were going to get it? Uh, I felt like I'd done as much as I could, honestly, and mm-hmm. I'd put out a, a strong application, and I just was going to see what was meant to be for myself. <laughs> Were you were you was were you nervous about it? I was pretty nervous. You're thinking maybe they'd say no, and you'd end up going to a junior college somewhere. <laughs> yeah, there's just <laughs> lots of like factors that go into the application. So I was hoping oh, I yeah. represented strong across the board. Did you have to write a paper and you know this is why you should select me and stuff like that? Yeah, there were like uh, three personal statements you had to write on different wow. questions, and so those were uh, tough, but like they helped me try and put all my accomplishments into some writing and try and represent myself as best as I could. Very cool. What, what's your strength as far as academics, by the way? What, um, are, you, what are you good at? Like which classes and stuff? Yeah, just what, are you good at writing or oh, math or? Yeah, I, I love math. Um, this year really? I'm in a pretty hard class, but it's kind of taught me how to like practice studying and sticking what, what with class it. is it it's ap calculus oh. i know it's yeah. <laughs> i i will tell you and it's a cop out but i never took calculus i, I found a way around it every time never had to take calculus <laughs> oh, so yeah i wish i could figure that out <laughs> <laughs> but i did take ap music which was pretty hard too oh, I wow. bet. Wow. <laughs> yeah. so uh well cool so you're you're good at math that's incredible you know and i, I will say I've, as i've watched her with math it's been difficult but Man, the teachers she has at Snow Canyon, that they yeah, this is Coolum. <laughs> yeah, they've they they are invested in in her and, and all the students. It's been, it's what's, been what's her first name? Um, I'm not sure. Oh, okay, <laughs> but my principal also. I knew some Coolums. So. Who's your principal over there? Um, Kim Monkers. Oh, Kim, of course. Oh, yeah, incredible. Know Kim. She is yeah. wonderful. Talk about an, an inspiring woman that yeah. that could that leads. That she's been incredible. My friend Warren Brooks was principal there for a long time, and uh, they he didn't get a choice. They assigned him over to Dixie. Aww. And I, I, he, he was, he's a company guy. He was like, no, that's fine. I'll do great. I love it. But I know inside he was kind of heartbroken leaving Snow Canyon. Yeah, it was hard school. for him. So uh, I think he's fully invested in Dixie now. <laughs> I see him wearing blue all the time. So. <laughs> I see, yeah. But, but uh, I think it was hard for him to have to leave because he'd been at Snow Canyon for I mean, he was soccer coach at Snow Canyon before he was principal. He'd been there a long, long time. Wow. So that was that was tough for him. Um, okay, Academy Night tomorrow night, 7 o'clock at Pineview High School. Navy, uh, The Naval Academy will be there, the Air Force Academy, and, of course, West Point. The, uh, I don't, why don't they call it the Army Academy? Because uh, it got Naval and Air Force Academy. It should be the Army Academy, right? Yeah, it's, it's just the history of what, what West Point signifies for the nation. Uh, yeah. It's called West Point because of the it's the West Point of the Hudson River and the, the history there during the Revolutionary War when the British ships would, would head sail north up the Hudson. At that West Point of the Hudson, they would have to change their sails to traverse across this narrow S-turn. Oh. And so they made a fort at West Point that could just lob shells and, and, and cannons on those British ships and essentially 
cut off British movement north into the U.S. And, and West Point is in New York? It is, yeah, about is an hour north of New York City. Okay. I honestly didn't know that because I'm a sports guy, and I'm like, okay, where is West Point? Yeah, yeah. I know they, they uh, have a great rivalry with Navy and they Air do. Force and yeah. uh, get the commander-in-chief trophy, right? It's very, very uh, bitter. Yeah, <laughs> contentious. Who won it this year, by the way? Was oh, it? We won't talk about that. Okay. Was well, the Air Force? or it, Oh, the commander-in-chief? Yeah, the, uh, the football trophy. I think it stayed, you know, I can't remember about the actual trophy, but, but Navy did squeak a win over Army in the, oh, the game. So. tough one. We've kind are of you, are, are you glued to the TV and when Army Navy game comes it's around? It's pretty passionate. It's pretty emotional on <laughs> Army Navy Day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Settle down, Dad. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on, Dad. It's it's just a game. Yeah. No, it's not just a game. She'll soon feel that. That's spirit. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Like, are they going to make you cut your hair? You have long, beautiful hair. Are they going to make you cut it? I not for girls. Thank goodness. I'll probably oh. give it a little trim, but okay. the boys definitely get a buzz cut as soon as they yeah. get there. Yeah. Um, you probably have to at least keep it out of the way. Put it in a ponytail or something. Yeah, this, but, bun, uh, ponytail. Yeah, the beast is coming. Yes. When, when did you say the beast was? Uh, it'll be the end of June when I report. Oh, man, that's like close. That's yeah. like two and a half months from now. I know, <laughs> but it's exciting. Dad, do you think uh, your daughter will do okay at the beast? I, I do. It's been it's been an interesting experience for me because I want to share my experience and try and prepare as much as possible, but then I also want to pull back and let her have her mm-hmm. experience, and so I'm just tried to share little things here and there. Do you think it's changed in 30 years? I'm sure it has. I think the principles remain the same as duty, honor, country is mm-hmm. is the is the bedrock of everything taught there and, and the, the cadet honor code. Um, but maybe the application of how it's taught is, is certainly different. I, we were just talking last night. I was telling her how the old grads that come back on football weekends and I'd have old grads come into my room and say, this was my room 30 years ago, and <laughs> you guys have it so easy. And, and now I'll be telling her that. Yeah. And it's, it's just all relative how it goes. Well, I have a, my boys all got Eagle Scouts, and I, yeah. I would, did the same thing. I'm like, ah, oh, when I was a scout, this was way harder <laughs> yes. than when you got. Jeez, I mean, piece of cake. So, But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So, All right, we've got to get another commercial break in, and then we'll have more with Colby and Olivia Jenkins as we're talking uh, well, you know, service, commitment, honor, right? Did I miss any? No, sir. Uh, okay, good. All right, thanks, Colby. Uh, let's mention real quickly uh, Joe Shoney. Joe Shoney is a loan consultant, and his specialty is customer service. I'll try to get to the right page so I can talk about him. I know it's here somewhere. Uh, oh, there it is. Joe Shoney is a local loan consultant. He's been serving Southern Utah for more than two and a half decades uh, and his specialty is customer service. You talk about service. He really wants to make sure that you're comfortable with everything that's going on. We've all had that loan officer where you sign some papers early, you don't hear from them or see them again for three months, and then they call you on a Friday afternoon and say, hey, hurry and get in here and sign us or you're going to lose the house. Yeah, that's not the way Joe works. Joe Shoney is a customer service specialist. And, uh, again, his phone number is living right here in town or working right here in town, 435-590-6300. His address is right there on the phone. 400 here in uh, St. George, Utah. The uh, NMLS number is 121041. We'll be right back. Welcome back. 948 on KDXU. I've been excited about this show for about a week now when we Maybe a little longer when we started putting together the emails with Colby and uh, actually Olivia. Did you get to see any of those emails? I didn't, but my dad, dad was left definitely telling okay. about. <laughs> He's keeping me posted. But um, yeah, just just the the whole idea of uh, someone local girl doing good. 
I love that. The local girl makes good. Uh, and I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, Colby, I think there are a lot of people like you in southern Utah, people who have excelled at what they do, but they, they're they out there toiling on a daily basis, so we don't really talk about them much. But uh, you've had an opportunity to uh, do some pretty incredible things in your life. So uh, congratulations on that. Oh, oh thank you. Yeah, <laughs> certainly a product of all the mentors and friends who've helped along the way. Tell us a little bit more about School Pulse. Uh, you told me, it's funny, you told me it's a text-based positive psychology uh, system or program. I was like, uh, okay, yeah. I don't know what that means. My son's a psychologist. Does it have anything to do with that? It, it does, yeah. It, it's best described by starting with the problem. If, if you think, you know, last week I saw a stat uh, that Davis County did a mental health screening just because of the, the negative trends in, in mm-hmm. adolescent mental health wellness. And, and the, the number one cause of death in Utah for ages 10 through 17 is suicide. Mm. Can you believe that here in Utah? Awful. And so when you when you look at that and, and then apply it into the high school environment, you generally have maybe one counselor per every two, 300 students. And the ability for students to connect with positive reinforcement outside of family or, or friends, that, that daily connection is, is difficult to have. And mm-hmm. so now enter school pulse. And through our, our goal is to put that positive psychology in the hands of the student, and that's through their phone. Um, so if a school opts in, they now have access to an anonymous platform where students can receive positive psychology, and then they can communicate back with our licensed uh, professional uh, therapists and paraprofessionals who are providing that, that positive reinforcement uh, as needed. And it, it's been, you know, I started yesterday, but I've been uh, been following it for a while. And uh, it, it, w- one great example is a, a school recently before Valentine's Day was uh, our team was noticing because each school has a, an individual dashboard of all the sentiment and themes that are tracking in a school. Hmm. And they noticed that this high school was, was that a lot of the students were expressing concern about nobody bothers to remember me on Valentine's Day. Nobody hmm. cares about me. And so our team shared those sentiments with the, the school administration and they took that and were able to proactively engage with their students and give them each individual Valentine's. And we saw the sentiment of that school f- change overnight. That's awesome. And so th- that's really our mission is to connect, to be student-centric. We're not a hotline. We're not an app that you download. There's no barrier to engagement. Um, we're not a phone number that's on a wall that someone has to try and call in their minute of crisis. Um, we're right there on their phone. Hmm. So it, you said it's not an app? It's not an app. It's a, What a, is it then? So if a student scans the QR code that a school okay. will have, then they immediately are enrolled, and they'll receive a text message. Oh. And then they start communicating. So it's text-based, basically. Text-based, okay. uh, anonymous. Which is what you told me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just didn't, re- didn't register. No, that's okay. But, um, th- this is actually a topic that is near and dear to me because I – I have been, first of all, uh, the, the rate of suicide has been a concerning to me. I've had, uh, unfortunately, been touched with suicide in my life. I've known people who have taken their own lives. and, oh, and sorry to hear that. Yeah, and, and, it, and it hurts because the survivors are left behind going, what could I have done? What, yeah. How could I have helped? And, and so there's that. Plus, uh, I really firmly believe that what we did with COVID, and not as much here in southern Utah, but certainly around the country, of shutting schools down when we were in school, everybody was wearing masks all day long. I really believe we're just now starting to see some of the long-term effects of those things, and it had real and lasting effect on on young people. For sure, I really believe that. Yeah. In fact, we have a young person here, Olivia. Yeah. <laughs> let's pick your brain a little bit. Uh, 
was it hard? First of all, my your daughter probably too. Uh, your older daughter probably had her graduation taken away. She right? did. Yeah, she yeah. graduated on the TV. My daughter <laughs> yeah. too. Same yeah. thing. And and bless their hearts, they did what they could to try to make it special for these young ladies yeah. or, and, and young men. But it wasn't the same. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It it wasn't really graduation. Uh, after that, after the schools schools were shut down, they did bring school back. But then everybody had to wear masks for a long, long time. Olivia, was that hard when you, when you can't see someone most of someone's face? Did it make it difficult for you to socialize and be a part of their lives? It definitely was a challenge. And mm-hmm. I had just moved from California uh, right after my sister graduated. Okay. And so it was hard to connect and make new friends just being super brand new. But I feel like our generation is pretty good at breaking barriers. And so mm-hmm. kids were still good at socializing and making friends. But it definitely changed the dynamics in the classrooms to some degree. But things are getting better now that there's no masks. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you like the online schooling part when school was shut down and you had to go uh, do it virtually? Uh, more or less, yeah. Did I you? kept okay. doing online school with my California school because mm-hmm. we moved here for the last few months of that school year. Okay. So um, I'd say everyone did the best they could to yeah. get us on some good programs. It's interesting. My two daughters, Colby, one of them hated online school. The other one actually really loved it. In wow. fact, after everybody went back to school, she started taking college classes online and, and getting ahead that way because she liked it so much. Wow. So uh, you know how every strokes, kid, yeah. every kid has a different personality and <laughs> sure. and enjoys certain things. But uh, are you finding with now with with school polls that uh, we're seeing some of the effects of what happened with COVID and and that kids maybe I, I mean I know you weren't yes. there beforehand, but kids have changed a little bit uh, for sure. Yeah, and, you know an example is as we as we onboard a new school, I'm I'm told that. Uh, you know, and I'm just two days into it, but what we have so far, it's it's almost like a dam breaks. Those kids opt in to our program. They're mm. they're, they're texting anonymously, and our therapists just say it's. I, th- I think in one school recently, in two weeks, they received upwards of twenty thousand engagements. Just wow. kids, they just want to connect. They want to express themselves, and they want someone to say thank you. I hear you. I'm. Mm-hmm. You want to be validated. Yeah, yeah, validation for sure. And 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 mm. that's really our mission is 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 to save and, and build lives i mean what what a privilege to to be engaged in that work for sure for sure uh olivia i want to commend you by the way you haven't pulled a phone out one time this entire this <laughs> entire show uh my i love my daughters dearly but they can't go three minutes without checking if somebody texted them or facebook messaged them or instagram them or yeah. snapchatted them or I guess TikTok is the latest thing now, oh my goodness. but you haven't even looked at your phone. I'm impressed. Oh, thank you. I assume you have one somewhere. Yeah. 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 That's the cool thing, though, about like school pulses. My dad was telling me uh, there's so much of a focus on, oh, we should help kids get off their phones. But I guess if that's where they are, that's the best place to meet them. And mm-hmm. the they're going to be on it anyway, They'll aren't they? They'll be on they? it, yeah. so yeah. might as well make a uh, healthy program or platform for them to be on. There's a, there's a new uh, word out there. It's called FUB, P-H-U-B. Huh. It's snub with the phone. It's a combination. Uh-huh. <laughs> and basically what it is, if you're done kind of talking with someone, you grab your phone and you start looking at it in their presence. And yeah. it's not a very nice thing to do, but I think we all do it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm done. I'm looking away. Yeah. 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 
And my wife is like, well, I just got a new text from my daughter. I had to look. I'm like, well, you just fubbed me. So. It's just <laughs> like that. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we're running short on time. Let's again mention Academy Night uh, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock at Pineview. What's the format going to be like? Do you know, uh, Kobe? Yeah, they'll have the representatives from each academy there. And I don't know the, I can't remember the precise order, but each academy rep will give a presentation about his or her academy so is it like an assembly they'll be sitting in an auditorium yes or? yeah okay. and parents counselors everyone is welcome and and then the, the magic happens after where an interested student or counselor can talk to the the representative and and if i remember correctly there'll be reps from uh the congressional offices there so they can engage exchange nice. email addresses and, and start that connection now very cool i, I think that uh, it's commendable i haven't talked about this to you olivia but uh Colby, when you and I were growing up, maybe more me than you, but it was all about how much money can I make, uh, what kind of cool job can I have that will make money and make it so my family is comfortable. I didn't think about how can I help other people, how can I serve the less fortunate, how can I serve my country. You did that, but I didn't. And, and uh, so to see your generation, Olivia, and, and up to my son's 30 years old, he wanted to be a school psychologist. In fact, he's not happy with his job because he doesn't get to counsel kids enough. He does too much paperwork. Mm-hmm. To, to see that out of people in your generation, Olivia, and, and the generations close to you is, is ph- phenomenal and amazing that you want to give back. Thank you. Way to go. I'm impressed. It's much bigger than me. It's definitely a, a conjoint effort. Uh, yeah, and, and, and the fact that you know, we give young people a hard time because of the phones and because of, you know, the, sometimes the attitudes. I mean, you know, I cover sports a lot. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I've had many a coach say, yeah, kids don't work as hard as they used to. Well, maybe not, but their heart's in the right place. Right, Olivia? Yeah, you got to give them a chance. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, down to the final minute. Anything else that we that I missed that we should talk about, Colby or, or Olivia, before we let you go? Yeah, as, as a parent, I'm, I'm grateful for, for Snow Canyon, that the administration leadership there, the coaches that Definitely. have helped Olivia. They've been tremendous. And then the staff uh, uh, for Senator Lee and, and Congressman Stewart who, who've, who've helped her. Phenomenal, yeah. It's been, been great, yeah. And we're just fortunate to be here in, in Utah. That's it for sure. We've, yeah. Olivia said, I'm, I'm a Utah native, but we moved from California and we're glad to be back in Utah. Glad you're back. <laughs> yes, sir. Really are glad Thank you for back. the opportunity. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Thanks for coming on today. It's been a pleasure. Really enjoyed my time with you. I hope people listening got to enjoy it, too. And uh, Academy Night tomorrow night. Don't miss it, folks. Yes.